0: Leaning over, she kissed him on the mouth. He was firm and solid and warm. Here. I have to go get help, she said against his lips. I'll be right back. Just be still and keep your arm down like I've tied it, okay? She searched his face, stifling a panicked gasp when his eyes drifted shut again. Should she make a run for it now? She couldn't stand it if these were his last minutes. No, stop, she told herself. I
1: am so glad I wasn't
0: too late. Lachlan said, cracking his eyes open again, but not seeming to be able to focus on her. Piper, he asked urgently, trying to sit up. I'm here, she said, pushing him back down. I have to run downstairs to get help. You have to be still. I'm leaving, but I'll be back. She gripped his hand in hers and kissed him once more, and this time he weakly returned it. Hang on, she said. Don't leave me again. "'I shall never leave ye again,' he said, then went completely slack. "'With tears blinding her and her furiously beating heart about to climb into her throat to choke her, she raced down the multitudes of stairways in her insanely giant house, the castle she had inherited the year before from her great-grandmother. It was a constant headache, but she was learning to love it. Bursting into the kitchen, where she always had the best luck with phone calls, she tried to get to her contacts.' Her hands were shaking so badly she dropped the phone and the battery promptly popped out and skidded across the floor. With a scream of frustration, she dove after it and tried to steady herself while her phone restarted. She had to calm down. She wasn't helping Lachlan by being a basket case. Lachlan, he was back. Why was he back? Her head started to spin and along with her racing heart and shaking hands, she had to force herself to stop asking questions the wise and wherefores could wait. Dr. Stone, Piper said when the doctor from the neighboring village answered his personal number, sounding groggy. She glanced at the kitchen clock. It was rather late, and she grimaced. It's Piper Sinclair, er, uh, from the Glen place? She couldn't make herself say Castle Glen. She would never be used to it. Yes, of course, Piper, I know who you are, Dr. Stone said, clearing his throat. Piper held the phone away and groaned. Of course he knew who she was. Not only had he discreetly fixed up Evelyn and Sam after they returned from the 18th century with smoke inhalation and knife wounds, but she had recently donated a rather large sum to his clinic. Rather late for a social call, isn't it, lass? Dr. Stone asked. Certainly not another stabbing, is it? He laughed nervously. Piper burst into tears again, all her forced calm shattered. Yes, it is another stabbing. Please come as fast as you can. My dear,
1: he'll be fine now that I've stitched
0: him up, Dr. Stone said, patting her tense shoulder as she leaned over Lachlan's sleeping form. She jumped at the touch, having almost nodded off to sleep while gazing at him. The strong planes of his face mesmerized her, and vacillating between fear and joy had worn her out. Mellie, who had been Piper's next call after the doctor, had torn over there ready and eager to practice her fledgling nursing skills. She had wiped all the dried mud from Lachlan's face and assisted with the stitching and was now starting to look like she wanted some answers. Both of you girls should get some
1: rest or at the least some tea,
0: Dr. Stone said. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, can I offer you something? Piper looked from the doctor to Melly. Mallie blew her off with an eye roll and Dr. Stone merely snapped his medical bag shut and shook his head. I'll take my leave and be back in the afternoon to check on our patient. You must call me if anything untoward happens, like a spike in fever, but I do think he'll be fine. It was a jagged, nasty cut, but not too deep. He looked at her quizzically and she swallowed. Even though she would pay well for his silence, she didn't want him to think regular stabbings were going to be the norm now that she was the owner of the estate. She hiccuped an unhappy laugh as she realized that so far regular stabbings did seem to be the norm. She took his arm and started to walk him out, trying to think of a good story. It's, you see, she took a deep breath and dove in. I've let some history buffs rent out part of the forest. I, um, thought they were just going to, you know, live out there in a historical manner. No lights or toilets or whatnot. She glanced at him and he was nodding down at her. But it seems they took things a bit too seriously and their pretend clans got into a war with real fighting. Oh my. Dr. Stone stopped, his eyes wide.